0: Join Tim and Christina Madden, co-founders of Executive Career Upgrades on their podcast, The Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. As an executive in today's highly competitive job market, it can be tough to succeed. However, with Tim's nationally recognized career advice and Christina's mindset expertise, you can reach your full potential. Tune in to upgrade your career and get ahead of the competition.
1: We are live. So, hey, welcome, welcome to the Executive Career Upgrades podcast with your hosts Tim and Christina Madden. Hey, if you don't know us, we help those targeting six figures and multiple six figures. Right? How to land the job and money they deserve, and most importantly, hey, how are you successful in that role as you transition? Hey, we go live each week inside the Executive Career Network. If you're watching live now, let us know in the comments. We are monitoring. It's twelve thousand directors, VPs, and executives. Highly recommend if you're not a part of that community. Hey go introduce yourself, right? There's a couple, there there might be a few decision makers in there who have you, you know, openings that maybe you have the tactics and strategies and skills and experience to actually bring value to their organization. So definitely do that. And to our friends over on LinkedIn and YouTube and everyone who tunes in from 75 countries each week. It's wild. So wild. So to our friends at Spotify, Apple, Google, Samsung, all the podcasts, hey, we appreciate you. Hey,
0: actually, if you're listening in a different country than America, I want you to drop it in the comments because I am constantly looking at this heat map and I'm like, who is there? I want to hear from you. I I know sometimes we hear from a handful of people, but again, just drop it in the comments. Let us know where you're listening from. Let us know where you're tuning in from. Um and before we keep going, I do want to apologize about a slight grainy look on the screen and we are sharing audio today. We ended up pulling the trigger and hiring an amazing media guy to come out and help us with this, but I've had some people tell me that the the volume on the mics are a little funky. So, if that happens, just be patient with us. We'll be kind of leaning into the best microphone we have. Um we have this amazing media room, but um, you know, we're not t- we're not, you know, tech experts, so <laughs>
1: And as always, hey, before we get started, if you need help in your career, right, you can go over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast, schedule a free career consultation with our team because, hey, a part of our program, Christina, before we get started, because I want to talk about where we were the past couple of days with our community, mm-hmm. right? And it just goes to show you, right? Being a part of a community of, of individuals or professionals going after the same thing that you are. There is so many advantages. So me and Christina were so blessed that we were asked to come to a a business uh, intimate event, if you will. Yeah, I was asked
0: 30, to. Here.
1: Yeah, uh, it was about thirty professionals who owned you know different types of businesses, all very well, some of them started, some of them on a big growth burden, and some of them like really large businesses. And it was great to connect and collaborate. Christina is actually one of the speakers there, and it's actually one. Now, what we're going to be talking about today. But Christina, before we get started, the first question I have is like community. Mm. We've been so lucky. Do you think, and I I would say I would attribute most of that success of people that we've hooked up with. What are things that you're doing? How have you been successful? Any comments on that? Because I just had a really amazing time there in Hilton Head, South Carolina. And the water was warm. It was just a beautiful place. And we had a lot of fun there. Any words of wisdom about being a part of the community? or how that's making impact with us.
0: Yeah, if any of you guys have a chance to go on a like vacation style mastermind, I highly recommend that because it was like just the right amount of self-development sprinkled in with some relaxation and making. But just like Tim said, I'm really to a lot for most of our success to community. And I think that that's over the years really become more and more abundantly clear to me just how important that is. Um, you know, like just this morning, like we're here for my book launch. Woo! That's what we're here for today. We're gonna jump into that in a second. But I've already been getting all these text messages and and voice memos, emails from the people that I met. And I messaged the uh, organizer of the event. I'm like, hey, man, thanks for letting me borrow your hype squad because wow, these guys are incredible. Just speaking, you know, truth over me, and and just wishing me the best of luck. And again, like nothing is gonna get you charged up like that. Um, And even though there was, again, a lot of tactics and strategies there, when they asked me what my biggest takeaway was, just again, another reminder how much we need human connection, especially in this sort of like isolated culture that we're living in. Um, And it takes energy and effort. That was what I left them with when I said that was my biggest takeaway was like a big responsibility comes with nurturing relationships. You have to be vulnerable and open and communicate what you need from the relationship also be willing to show up and give in that relationship. So I encourage you all to constantly be analyzing what your network looks like. You know what are you know what's the quality of the people you're spending your time around. Are you asking for what you need from people? Okay. If you're not getting what you need from people, it's likely because you are not asking. Um, and then really analyzing how you can show up as your best self and pour into your relationships. Again, this is personally and professionally. And financially so and if you're lucky that all of that gets overlapped overlap into one big community so again ecu community free over on facebook like find your tribe you don't have to fly out of state to do this we do that now because we're being kind of asked to uh, which puts you in a position to kind of be forced to really which is kind of cool you know now but you guys you can do this pretty easily just from you can do it linkedin all of our wonderful wonderful listeners over there amazing platform so find your people
1: because with that being said I always tell people like you need to have a community of people so think about this we just met 30 amazing business owners and right when we left they're already christina right do you have that in your career right now right do you have 30 people that will lift you up will comment on your post what will connect you
0: with a positive with the mindset positive, positive
1: mindset if it takes time to build i highly recommend you get started now so again Hey, if you need help in your career, go on over to executivecreates.com backslash podcast. Let's get started on episode 101, the Fearless Executive the book is available for single download on Amazon right now. If you search it up, fearless executive, Christina Adam. Let
0: but- me let me interrupt you really quick, because what I learned this morning is, and I'm sure we've already dropped the link to the book in the comments. Amazon actually doesn't let you download Kindle directly from Amazon, or then something with your cell phone does something weird, so you have to actually drop that link into your browser. The download on Kindle is ninety nine cents, but if you're not a Kindle person, you can head right over to Amazon and get this copy um, in your a Copy of the your printed book, for five dollars. Eventually, eventually we'll be put in a baller status of twenty five dollars. <laughs> just, just <laughs> I'm not going to make any money off of this book. I genuinely just wanted this in the hands of as many people as possible um, not-for-profit but i have to be able to print it so get over there and get your copy um for five dollars cool.
1: so hey be, be, before we get a new couple of christians for christina Amy, I, i'm glad you're here too mike and raquel and eric's glad you're here jessica and todd and mitch and marcia and dr ford and patrick hey all glad for you to join us today because that's where people struggle. Is what we're going to talk be talking about today? But before we get into that, hey, I just want to say, amazing job! Thank you. Right, it's a huge accomplishment. I don't know most people how what's the percentage of people who ever just write a book, not about being a bestseller. I think it's what
0: so it, so this came from my publishing company uh, that eighty-one percent of people in America say they want to write a book. Eight percent of people, I think it was. It could have been lower. Uh, it's on my facebook 8% of people or less um actually right. publish it Source, and then yeah. less than 3% make bestseller
1: yeah so only I mean, 8% of people do these books and that's where i want to well first i want to say you know what you had to overcome to write a right book right to make a book happen and now we look back over the last couple of years to get this momentum you've been featured in countless places Right, you've had to overcome a lot of stuff in your life. You're an amazing. For anyone who don't know, we have a little um, son, Riker. He's four years old. He has autism, so that's come with its own challenges as well. I just want to say, hey, I appreciate you so much, and congratulations on your first book.
0: How do you feel? Don't make. How does
1: it feel to get all this support? Feels pretty nice, huh? Yeah, good to have people. Uh, I, um don't you wish everyone would have this experience and have this community and have people that they can lean on to help you?
0: Yeah, I think what really comes to mind is just really how surreal it is, to be honest with you. Um, and I, like we always say around here, success needs support. <clears throat> and this really was a team effort. So nobody who writes a book, I mean, maybe there's some that will say, hey, I did this alone and... But... Most of the successful authors that I know, or even met at this event, and myself and him, what I know is it's not done alone, right? You're 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 collaborating. You're getting a writing coach. You're really being pushed to your limits on getting creative. Um, you have to seek out publishing. You have an amazing, maybe marketing team. Um, yeah, and a lot a lot goes into that. And as far as all the support that's come out, you guys can see it on my Instagram. Uh, coach Christina Madden. Uh, if we could drop that in the comments. Um, all the different stories out there, and and basically just a testimony to, to who I am, right, and what this book can be, um, and so what I told Tim, I was like, man, I was like, a little bit of what I hope to weave in, you know, with my spiritual legacy is revealing itself a little bit today, so it's a little bit of a confidence booster, highly title, um, and I'm just really, really grateful, and it reminds me of a good friend, Ben Nader, uh, unfortunately, he Away here recently, and when he passed away, I mean, it was like hundreds and hundreds of comments and messages about how much impact he had on people's lives. And I was like, Man, I hope to have that one day. And now that I pushed my book out, I'm like, Man, I get to experience that a little bit while I'm still on this side. Mm-hmm. So that's been really fun today.
1: Well, congratulations on your success as we try to reach that bestseller on Amazon. And hey, we appreciate everyone's support. If you picked up a copy of, of the Kindle version for 99 cents, I can guarantee you. This will be the best investment of 99 cents ever made for our computer. You know, let's get started, okay? Why did you want to write this book and what is it about?
0: Yeah. So it's a great milestone and achievement, right? Again, 81% of America wants to write a book, they say. So it's common for people to say, hey, I want to write a book and people want to write them for all different reasons. But for me, the reason I wanted to write this book is because I have now talked to thousands of people who have a very, um, what would be considered a severe mindset problem, okay? Just with happiness and life and their career. And I've been there. So I feel very qualified to talk on the subject because I've been where most of these folks have been um, in their mindset. And I thought, okay, not only am I gonna share what it's been like to work with those folks and how I helped them overcome some of those challenges. But now I want to also share my story, okay? How I came to be where I am. It's helped me in my life and my mindset. Uh, And then more than anything else, it was to get this into as many hands as possible. So what can I do? What tool can I have to literally reach the masses? Because I can't tell thousands and thousands of people a day and tell them what I believe to be true. Um, So this is my tool reach people to help them and let them know a little bit about who i am and what we do here at ecu no better tool than that so
1: who is the ideal person who should be reading this book
0: it's called the fearless executive right so my target is my target is always somebody going after an executive executive level role that's who i you know that's that's my expertise Um, so Anyone um, that is in a director, VP, or executive role looking to excel in their career as an executive, first and foremost, that is for you. That is where my heart is at. That's who we work with here at ECU. But what began to happen as I started writing it and other people were reading it, and I was talking to all different types of people, all different walks of life, I started realizing, and they told me, this book's for everyone. So this is for the new mom that maybe put their career on hold or their life on hold to do one of the most important jobs, which is to be with their child and what that kind of feels like. This is for somebody who has paralyzing anxiety and depression when they think about going after their goals. And this is for somebody who tends to default to a negative mindset daily. Okay. And you you just find that your dreams are just dying and you can't figure out why. And self-doubt is an absolute plague. Imposter syndrome is a plague and that's who this is. Absolutely anyone but especially if you want to grow in your career.
1: Yeah, and I really do think we always kind of joke and say like that there's levels to life, right? And when we level up, we always say like we became a new character, right? Whether that would be uh, we feel better about the way we look, we feel better about our confidence, we we feel that we can trust ourselves a little bit more. And I think the reality is you aren't made this way. Mm -hmm. This is a long self-development journey. And I know I've struggled with it, you've struggled with it every business owner we've ever collaborated with struggles with it the, and the job seekers. So I'm really excited for people to read this book so they can know, like, because we know, if you can't control this, it's hard to do anything of greatness. And I'm excited for people to read this book. So who was your biggest, there's an inspiration behind everything, right? What was your inspiration for writing this book? Cause I remember whenever we first, last year we knew, by the way, it takes a lot to write a book, guys. It's not something you're going to do in a weekend or a week, right? So I remember we were, you know, we said last year we wanted to write a book, and I picked mine, and then you picked yours, and I, I told you the inspiration behind mine. What was the inspiration behind yours?
0: Honestly, our ECU clients. I'm like, man, this is really, really needed. So that's my biggest inspiration. Now. I experienced a lot more imposter syndrome and self-doubt than Tim, I think did. Oh did you experience any?
1: No, zero. <laughs> zero. I, you, I'm a military. You believe yeah, this guy?
0: Yeah. But you know, I will say his book is on the tactics and strategies side, guys. So we're talking about my book here, right? Mindset. You are truly looking for a plan. Discipline equals your job, head over to Amazon by Tim Madden and like that. Um where was I going with the inspiration. inspiration? So ECU clients. Period. I saw how about how much they were struggling. I wouldn't have I probably wouldn't have ended up writing a book without my journey with our clients here at ECU. Now outside of that, what happened through the path of the self-doubt and all of that? I went through the death of my grandfather. I was like, oh my gosh. And I think I shared with you guys this on my podcast when it was happening, which was I must have spent I was with by his side from about 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. for two weeks. And that 90% of what this man was talking about was his impact and leadership and people that impacted him. So hard. not to cry. And I had a pause on my book and I, I had, I happened to have a printed copy with me, but it wasn't done. wasn't even edited or anything. And, and the way he lit up when I handed him this book was I, I don't, I honestly, no offense to all my uh, hype team. I don't think that what I felt or saw from him as a grandfather that I will see from Anyone else in my environment, and so I was like, okay, wait a second. Maybe this was supposed to happen before I published it because I ended up writing a really beautiful dedication to him, and he did go on to pass before I published it. Lordy, Um, so he's my biggest inspiration in life. I'm like, man, if I could even live up to be like half of who he is, my retired chief master sergeant, leadership teacher, uh, service heart. like i'd be doing pretty good so it turned out to be even though i didn't know in the beginning of writing the book that he's my biggest inspiration and my ecu clients was the biggest motivation because that was the inspiration you had to be motivated to finish this thing (laughs) i'm like okay we're going to finish this and get this in the hands of our of our clients
1: yeah because you you know i remember your grandpa right and He's one of the most positive people, no matter what. Mm-hmm. He's coming from a place of like, I care, we'll figure it out, whatever. It's just extreme positiveness, right? You can't do that without having some deep stuff development of like who I am, where am I going? What makes me happy? Why am I happy? Right. A lot of questions people never ask themselves. So I didn't, why do you think your grandpa was so happy all the time? Right. I never thought about that until like right now. And I know he was this big self-development guy. Do you think that's what it was?
0: Yeah. So um, even, even going through that process of his end of life, it was nothing but positivity about what was happening. He I mean, was just finding the good in every moment. But yeah. So I went over to his library, speaking of books. And again, this is why he ended up being my biggest inspiration. But I went over to his library after his passing, and I was going through his books, and it was filled with all the names you guys know, John Maxwell. Um, he was also an, you know, a sports guy So, yes, self-development, being completely dedicated to that, being a service member, we all know that being in the military really helps that. And this formula that I talk about in the book, the chain between, we're going to talk about this in a second. Oh, do
1: you want to get into it right now? Sure. Because that's one of the biggest parts in the book. There's a lot of great chapters, right? But I would say one thing people struggle with is managing their thoughts. And I really don't think, we've talked about this numerous times, no matter what you're trying to do in this life, someone has already conquered it. You just have to go get that knowledge and then obviously by action. So you've applied that knowledge in the book. But I think a lot of people struggle all the time with, let me give you an example and then we'll get into it. If you're in a job search and you've got rejection for 30 days, right? You've got rejection for 30 days. And we all agree, it's probably hard to wake up in the morning and keep pushing forward. And then you you start having that doubt in your head, right? Of like, man, I've applied, I've reached out, no one wants me, what's wrong with me? Is it because I'm too old that I never got my MBA or or whatever it is? Mm-hmm. So you give a really good formula. Um, I think now's a good time to really talk about that. Because if you wake up frustrated
0: in the morning
1: and you can't get out of that kind of bad energy, we both know it's, it's very hard to have a good day. And it's very hard to be productive. So how can we switch our thoughts on that?
0: You know, I have a life coach that I worked with about four years ago, also licensed mental health therapist, and she made a big post about my book and everything. And I remember there was a time where I was living what Tim is describing, which is getting out of the bed frustrated, staying in that vicious cycle, um, really probably also just flat out depression. Also, guys, I was going through a transition into motherhood, that was kind of bumpy for me. I've shared that story with you guys a lot. But I was in that cycle and I was working with her like day in and day out and trying to figure out why was I here. Um, that I have friends that were, you know, kind of by my side during that time as well. And to hear it kind of come full circle and they were like, you can't stay in the dark forever. And now here you are writing your book. I totally lost track of what your first question was, but what,
1: how, how to stop that negative cycle that people get themselves into of just like, I'm frustrated, I'm frustrated, I'm frustrated. I know from all my years of self development, when you're feeling that way, you can't even see success because success is, is behind a brick wall in your mind and just not even visible.
0: Sure. We were talking about this at the event last weekend too. Um, when you are in this negative state, I do not care who you are. I'm just, You know, going to let you guys know you're going to be completely closed off to happiness and full blown opportunity. So, speaking about your job search, like specifically if you're looking for a job or up on looking for a job, you are going to be closed off to so much opportunity, so many great relationships, money. You're just going to be closed off to it because you're just so angry and bitter and sad. So, that's what this book is literally about. Um, My greatest mentor so far, Brandon Dawson. I hope one day he listens to my podcast maybe he's listening i don't know
1: <laughs> we'll see yeah we're, we're, um, we were just um you know lit, listening we're, we're recently on some stuff he wrote about mindset as well and it's man it was amazing to hear his story, just like it was amazing to hear yours and that's why i love when people do that and not a lot of people do so congratulations again for, for this all in book so back to tactical t- yeah tactical stuff because that's what i want you to leave with today so now's the time to grab a, a quick pen, right, and write down what Christina is about to say next. Because I, I guarantee this will help you not only in your next job but just overall in life.
0: Yeah, this part of my book, actually, I guess I'll give you guys a little sneak peeky. Um, being spun out by emotions—that is what this particular portion is called. And I shared a quote by Brandon Dawson. By the way, the book we were talking about is called Nine Figure Mindset. I can certainly support him as well. Absolutely, an absolute insanity what he has done, but in a good way. Uh, <laughs> high emotions equal low intelligence. Can we just stop and think about that? Because that hit me like a ton yeah, of
1: bricks. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> write it down. You don't if you haven't written anything down, especially write this down. High emotion equals low intelligence, and most people or many people that I talk to, they're like, "I'm just an emotional person." Such a than I' I heard that a lot this past week, and I'm just kind of an emotional person. Great. What I think you mean is that you experience a lot of feelings and emotions, but maybe you don't know how to process them and make a decision about how you feel about them and how it can impact your actions. So this is what the book is about, guys. The chain between your thoughts, what emotions they generate, and then those dictating your, your action or lack of action. Okay, so let me break this down for you really quick. This is the quickest way out of the chaos your mind will undoubtedly create for you every day if you are frustrated. Well,
1: well first Christina, I want I want you to talk about even before that, mm. even before they get to the thought, right? Like where does that even come from? Okay. Because the thought is action actually generated mm-hmm. by well, go ahead and get into that.
0: Yes. So he, what he's getting at is we have circumstances in our life. We have things that are happening to us and around us, our right?
1: Experiences our and experiences and where we went to school and who our parents were and all yeah. the bad decisions we've made, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you can get stuck in a lot of regret if you've made bad decisions. We'll talk about that another time. But we have circumstances in our life, about 50% of them, great. of them, not so great. I think we can agree to that or some just neutral things, okay? Um, Let's say you got let go of a job. I'm going to use this for the sake of you having an example to use. I want you to plug in something that maybe is happening in your life that you can say like, oh, okay, let me check out how this works. So I am unemployed or I lost my job. Something that happened or has happened, okay? You You could argue that in a court of law. We don't want to plug in my spouse as a jerk or my boss is a jerk. That's just another thought about something because something happened. Maybe your spouse didn't take off the trash. Now you're thinking, my spouse is a jerk. Now the emotion is going to be angry. <laughs> the action might be you lash out and the outcomes. We know what's going to happen there. So the thought, I'm unemployed or I lost my job. And if you are my client, headed into my one o'clock session today, you're probably thinking, oh my God, I've heard this example like a gazillion times, but they're still not sitting here because they're here and they love me because this can be applied to anything. Well,
1: you need to be reminded more than you need to be taught. Yes.
0: Yes. Um, Typically what I see, the thought about I'm unemployed or I'm in a job search is I fail. I am unworthy. I'm unseen. I'm unheard. And You might say, oh, whatever, Christina. That sounds a little woo-woo or a little too deep, right? But this is what's happening. Something underneath that anger that you think you feel because somebody did you wrong, there's an I'm unseen, I'm unheard, not well liked, I failed, don't know what I'm gonna do, I'm confused, I'm a failure. Typically that's what's spewing out. Or in your they mind.
1: could be blaming it on other people too sometimes. You guys, you guys plug
0: it in. You guys plug it in, you know what you're thinking, okay. Now these thoughts are racing at lightning speed. We know that you've heard me say it a thousand times. They're hard to catch. It drags you down and just wake up frustrated. So that's your radar is the next part, which is the emotion or the anger or the frustration. Well, okay, what's happening and how am I thinking about it? Now the key here is now we know what the actions might be. You're gonna put off the job search. You're maybe not networking. You're certainly not pouring into new relationships. You're not showing up at interviews with your best self. You're not prepared, Um, you're not doing anything then we know what we could plug in for outcomes. Okay, so That's what this whole thing stands for. Let me, let me reel this so, in for so. a second and not not get you confused. You have circumstances in life, thoughts about the circumstance, the thoughts that are generating mostly out of your control that you think are out of your control. Um, and then that's dictating your actions and leading you to less than desirable outcomes. So what I want you to do, and it's not to be like, oh, hey, I'm gonna land my next six-figure job tomorrow, Christina, you're right. Because you don't believe that, some of you might, if you've worked on it, and it can happen. But I need you to try on thoughts that you believe to be true, which are, hey, be neutral on this. Be, I'm open to new possibilities. I'm so sorry for repeating myself a thousand times in the last five you know, episodes, but again, reminded more than we talk. I'm open to new possibilities. One that I really like to use is I dodged a bullet and whatever it is in my life because normally that's what's happening. Um, I like to choose to believe that things are working out in my favor and or I believe in my power to fix the problem. So I'm not gonna be victim, I'm not gonna be a victim of these thoughts. I'm gonna understand that they're gonna come and go, <clears throat> but they can be an error, a thought error, just a crappy thought. Your brain doesn't want you thinking and believing amazing things because when you've when you I'm not a neuroscientist, I'm not a mental health therapist. Let me preface this all with this. I've read a lot of books, I've geeked out on this, I've talked to thousands of people now. Maybe I am cool because I wrote a book on it. But um, did you want to ask a question? I know you keep wanting to ask a question.
1: Yeah. If you can't see the opportunity, because I really do think we we talk about a lot about belief, and I I know there's a a short part on it in your book, I think that how do you achieve something when you don't even believe it's possible? (laughs) Because I think that there's a lot of people out there right now in a job search, right, and they're like applying or whatever, but they don't have that deep down, like I'm valuable. And I know, I, be- I believe I'm ready for the next position. And I believe there's tremendous opportunity. And what happens when you don't have that mindset when it's kind of like, you're stuck in one of those negative cycles and you can't even see the opportunity. How do you get out of that? What what can you tell us like, what's the step one for the person that's just stuck? They don't believe it's gonna happen. They've been unemployed for seven months. They don't think anyone can help them. Anything's gonna change. What's the first step to get out of that, so you can actually, you know, go get the job and money you you want or whatever you're struggling with? What's the first
0: step? The very first step is to notice that you're in this cycle to begin with, because most people don't. I would venture to say, like ninety-nine percent of people are never going to slow down and actually have this conversation with themselves on a deep enough level to even know it's a problem. And before you know it, blink, and you're (laughs) eighty-eight. You know, Um, so slowing down to notice why you aren't getting results, personal responsibility. And then you can begin to kind of unpacking how your brain is wired up to serve you or not serve you. And when I said plug in some thoughts like, I dodged a bullet, or I believe in new possibilities, or I can take back control, that's also bringing you out of that high emotional state down to a neutral state. So then you can begin actually thinking critically, because again, high emotion equals uh low intelligence, right? So if you're constantly in this emotional disarray, we know that our nervous system is running wild. We've got cortisol, chemicals in our body that are surging. Don't believe me, go go Google and read about this stuff. It is wild. Um so you have to notice you have a problem, take massive action, get yourself my book and some tools and resources to begin organizing your thoughts. We made a joke on last week's podcast. Tim said, um, Are you going to be able to take action on something that you don't believe is possible? And I said, Yes. And he laughed at me and said, Actually, let me just ask some logical thinkers out of there because there's two schools of thought on that, right? One, you believe something is possible, and can you move toward it before you actually believe it? I do think you can if you implement some of these tactics and strategies in the way that you think because you start to believe what's possible. Like you can think bigger and see more, even if you can't see the end result of the immediate thing. For example, um, I want to set out to write a book, okay. Right then and there, when I made that decision, I didn't necessarily 100% believe it was possible that I could do it, even with the support that I brought into my environment to do it. Um, but I was able to move toward it because I understand the infinite um, possibilities in, in my life. So we we have to begin really analyzing that. Do I think anything is possible for me? Like, do I believe in myself at all? Um, and go from there.
1: Everyone has self-doubt. Everybody at one time or another. And we know that because we worked with just wildly sick people in business and businesses, but everyone will find themselves in in some self-doubt one day or another. It is absolutely bound to happen. That's why it's critical to have these um, tactics and strategies, but sometimes even with these tactics and strategies, it can still be difficult, right? So that was my next question was like, I know, you know, we started this process kind of at different times, but there were even moments where, just like you stated, I didn't know if it was possible, but I, I had a good theme and they thought it was possible. What are some things that you even doubted your, yourself on, even writing this book?
0: Actually, Tim and I started at the same time, and I think I published mine how many months later now?
1: Uh, two, three months, something like that, 16, 90
0: days. That's why I'm out to demolish his numbers today because he beat me to Amazon bestseller, which I'm already halfway there to demolishing his numbers. We're just a little competitive over here, but uh, well, because even once in the
1: life you had a doubt about just a couple yeah. things I know of, like oh my God, are we making sure we're putting everything in the leave that out? Is the is the color pink? I want it to be What's going to overthink and- is the title The Best Sister, a better title? So can you go over some of the struggles you had yeah. while writing it and how you, how you overcame it?
0: What's really comical is I actually feel like I'm in a season right now of the least amount of like, okay, my, 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 my advice here is you have to let go of perfectionism and overthinking and analysis. And analysis. That's my best advice. Um, because otherwise the goal is never going to be met. And like, for example, this book, the information is literally never going to get out of there, get out. Unless I finish. Um, I think the same similar story happened with Grant Cardone. She was dragging her feet and he's been an author and whatever. So um, I'm okay. Hear, hear me on this. I am in a season right now of the least perfectionism behavior that I've ever had in my life. And I still extended. Unintentionally, the publication of this book for ninety days because of how much I was analyzing it, and then I would make up excuses. Well, the the, these, pain are, pain these, are, these are these are these are deep personal stories. What are People going to think, should I really put in that like tragic moment that happened to me? Are my clients going to judge me? Are my communities going to see me? And I will say, this is a high, much more highly personal book, a highly more emotional book than than. Me, Tim's book. So, some of the best advice that my publisher gave me, which was um, put it all out there, but you know, make sure that you'll will be willing to promote it and promote yourself. They um, do see that. So, number one thing when you set out to do something is a mission over everything. My mission was to do a book, my mission was to become an author, get this in, you know, thousands of hands this year. There is no other way to do that to let go of your, you know, self-criticism and perfectionism. This book is not perfect. You will find typos. Do not shred me on social media. You are going to read things in here that you may or may not agree with. And that's okay. I had to make that okay and let go of that stuff. Same thing in your job search. Mission over everything. You don't have to become an author. Mission over everything.
1: Yeah. And another thing, um, I mean, hey, guys, people will absolutely fix the audio. I, I see you guys. Hey, we have, a podcast theme coming in here inside the next two weeks, so we will make sure it is good to go. There's another question I have for you, you talk about life by design. Can you talk about that a little bit? Because I do think like once you get your thoughts under control, you can start thinking about like what you want from your life, right? There's, and you wrote a chapter about life by design. Can you speak to that? Unfortunately, I think a lot of people struggle because they don't even know what they want out of how do they know even how am I going to design it? So, would like to talk about
0: it for a moment. Yeah, I would. Some of these guys might have missed my big apology about the audio in the beginning. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, what happens when you begin to notice your thoughts and change the way that you're thinking about your life? You, you, pr- you usually get a, p- a pretty big realization, which is, wow, I can actually create the life of my dream by understanding how I think about my life. That's what that chapter is about. And life by design is picking what you want out of your life, setting very crystal clear goals, your thoughts about those goals, your thoughts about your ability to achieve them and who you have to become in order to to do them. And then reverse engineer what your day-to-day life um, must look like in order to do that. So some of the things also in that chapter is about delegation, systems, processes, support. But for some people. When they hear those words, the thoughts are, oh, my gosh, that sounds like a lot. Or, oh, that's overwhelming. Or what does she mean by delegation? There's some stuff in there about personal assistants and nannies and VAs. Oh, that's the easy way out. That's the lazy way. I mean, this is really what people think. I hear them saying it. So another thing, well, actually, you need a big team of support in order to create these goals. frees crazy. up. Yep. Who am I going to hire? You know, so life by design means I understand how I think. Where I'm going and what it's going to take to get there.
1: And then there's another, the, the last chapter I wanted to talk about briefly was the belief, list. and I really do think there's there, there's levels to belief, right? And if you're starting down here, right,
0: you don't necessarily
1: have to go all the way up here to um, i Superman, in indestructible, right? So what, um, can you talk a little bit about belief? List?
0: Yeah, so. Brandon Dawson, who is with hundreds of millions of dollars, still has his mentor, Grant Cardone, telling him, whatever you are thinking, Brandon, 10x that. Because we we all have this natural tendency to lit quite literally lid our beliefs. Imagine you're, if you can't see my, what my hands are doing, imagine you have a cup and you're filling it with water. And that cup is your area of belief and you put the lid on it and you're tapping it off. Like, there can be no more. Um, we begin to limit our thinking. We begin to limit our our um, ability to act and, and move toward our goals. So when we talk to people, like, let I me mean, relate it to the job search and salary for a second. Sometimes people are like, well, you know, I'm switching industries. I'm kind of going to have to work my way up. So I'm going to settle for this salary and that salary. Is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Just wait a second, guys. Like, why those numbers? Why do you believe that's all that you're worth? Why do you believe you're going to fail at this? Why do you, you know, leaf lids mean somewhere along the way you're capping potential based on the way you think about what you're worth in anything. So um that's that and yes, I do have a question for you Tim because yeah. I just saw a really funny comment here which was everyone suffers with self doubt except for Tim. Somebody said that. And we make jokes on my client call about this. By the way, I don't know if you knew that. But tell us where you have experienced self doubt, sir, and imposter syndrome because you know, you are, you are a get-or-done kind of guy. You're a CEO of a nearly $10 million company. So you have to be strong. And yeah, I know you have to be strong for me and our family and our team and everything. But where do you experience doubt? I know you have it somewhere. And now I'm going to make him share it on podcast. because You won't tell me at home. Yeah, so. so
1: it's on uh, my whole life, right? I've had doubt my whole life, ladies and gentlemen, right? And here's what I know, that doubt didn't serve me well, right? Like imagine the analogy I always give is imagine going on a run right now if you ever ran in a bit and literally telling yourself, oh oh my God, this is so hard. I can't breathe. I can't do this. How hard is that run going to be, <laughs> right? So I've had doubt throughout my whole life up until recently, but then I want to tell you what it took to get here, that iron mental clarity, you can do anything. Hey, okay? When you get to this point, you can see all of the opportunity in the world. You can see all the opportunity on and And then you can go and get yours But however, the reason I have this is, you know, I spent 23 years in the U.S. Army as a field artillery officer and I did a lot of other stuff. I went through a lot of hard times and I love the saying, I know there's ladies on this podcast, but there's this saying that hard times create hard men. Right. So I just think I've went through a tremendous amount of hard times in my life in the military with deployment, depression, anxiety, losing friends, a lot of stuff that just overall made me a stronger person. Then, obviously, my education helped me a little bit, my master's in MBA, but what I attested most to is just we are lifelong learners. We are getting as many action strategies we can of how to control this. We have, and then just how many books we got in this building right now on self-development and mindset, at least a hundred. Right? And we've read them all. So really it's like, you can get to this point, right? You just have to develop it over a long period of time. But I can tell you it's absolutely worth it because imagine you wake up today and you saw all the opportunity that was in front of you. And you know that the only thing holding me back is you. Are you going to let that happen I don't because I set non-negotiables with myself. I've not mastered, but I've got to a point where when I see those little crippling thoughts coming in saying, you don't need to do this. You don't need to do that. You don't deserve that. Guys, I immediately shut that down in 0.01 seconds because I know you get what you put your attention on. If you give that and attention compounds, you think, yeah, when that negative thought comes in, I immediately shut it down, because. Right. I, I immediately shut it down because I know if you let that linger for only a couple seconds, oh my God, now it starts to spin. You are now in a negative cycle. Um, and we want to get into positive cycles.
0: So it's safe to say that you've been using a similar formula to what's in my book to manage and process self-doubt to the point where even if you experience a little bit of it, you know how to shut it down. You 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 hear those thoughts and Shut it down before it goes into emotion and action.
1: But but you know, for the sake of everything I do, but I just one thing. my office—it's filled with effort. literally everything I've ever done. It's my things in the military, pictures with military friends, places um, me and Christina have donated money to, like military organizations where they've given us some pretty cool awards and stuff, and just all my degrees and. The marathon I run, and hey, for the sake of just bragging, I'm going to stop here, right? But I have all that stuff in my office. And I know when one of those stops come in, I immediately look over to my military stuff. And I'm like, I lift myself up, right? And I'm like, I've been deployed. I remember this. I, I got through all of these occurrences. So essentially, I have so much undeniable proof in my office that I'm going somewhere. I've already had to overcome so many hard things, and I've overcame them all. And what makes now different regardless of what it is. That's how I think.
0: I love that. And while this is the least important reason to me why I wrote the book, it has become, again, like I said, a kind of a confidence booster. It's irrefutable evidence that I can pretty much do anything as far as like self-doubt goes. So um, if you're part of the 81% of people that want to write a book, write a book. Start also your LinkedIn content. I know I wrestle you guys down about this pretty weekly about your uh, branding presence. But yes. And I'm going to wrap this up because our clients are going to be waiting for me. So if you haven't gone to the link, probably in the comments, I'm hoping it's in the comments. It should be. Okay, cool. Um, Drop that link into your browser. Go over, get your 99 cent Kindle version. But I'm assuming most of you are not a Kindle version. And just go to your search bar on Amazon or click the link. The Fearless Executive" by Christina Madden. Get your copy for $5. Get this information in your and I made this as simple as possible, as far as applying this formula. This formula to your life. This is not some high-level neuroscience book. This is a.
1: I'm just getting started. This is now a I high-performance
0: guide to immediately putting this in action, and some stories from me to say that'll allow you to understand that it's possible for you too. Because again, I've clogged my way from the depths of like severe mindset issues to where I am today. It's not perfect. Lots of but you're going to be way off thinking about your thoughts. So,
1: excellent. Well, Christina, thank you so much. I wish you the best of luck on your book launch today. I'm really excited about getting this into the hands of as many people as possible. And if you, final question if you were going to write another book, money. (laughs) All right. um, Again, thank you all for tuning in today. If you need help with your career, definitely pick up a copy of the book or go to execupgrades.com backslash podcast. Until next week, have a great week. everyone.